Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome back to the channel. I mean, I'm saying what's popping. We got the playoffs here. We better hop in, right? We got these options. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. The playoffs Monday is starting up these four game slates for however long. Maybe they, they added some like series slate thing on DraftKings, which looks kind of cool. You can take advantage of just matchups overall. Hope that I guess the series goes seven games so you get more points. I didn't really look into it too much. I'm not too interested as the prize pools aren't that huge. But it is nice to see the continued innovation, if you will. And just even though they are this public huge entity now, they keep adding the best ball stuff to stay competitive and just really stay ahead. Now this playoff series type of action, maybe we get some six game, eight game slates a couple days long. But for right now, four game slate, big prize pools as always. They originally launched a Millie Maker. They didn't launch the actual contest or salaries. They just had it up there in the lobby. And then they jumped that and said, you know what, we're just going to do it September 30th, which I assume is when like the final start or something around there. Anyways, welcome back to the channel. And if you would be so kind, and I hope you had a fantastic weekend, the best weekend possible. There was no real uh, action yesterday in terms of a ton of sports. Maybe you watched some MLB, you just hung out, you relaxed, you maxed all cool. I had a very, I would say, quote unquote, lazy Sunday, did some things, but really just chilled. But I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And if you will, before we get into this, I'm going to give you the secret sauce here on this YouTube channel. You're going to get the injury and status dashboard, the target offense sheet, looking at Vegas totals, how these teams match up, overall the pace. And then we're going to get to the early interest, which normally for four game slates, it'd be like 10 or 15. I got like 24 because the playoffs are kicking off 20 plus early interest today. Obviously, all of my final interest, my projections, my models, my rankings, all that stuff, value rankings can be found over on Patreon any day of the week where you'll get access to all the sports NFL coming back in three weeks. Golf right now. Check all that out. It's linked down below as always. And then the rest of this video is for you. So kick back, relax, take your shoes off. But for me, the like button, if you could, and the big old subscribe button that just popped up on the screen, you can subscribe in the bottom right hand corner of this video on whatever platform you're listening to take a couple of your seconds of your time please do that it really does help this channel grow ideally we'd get to 25,000 subscribers before the nfl season starts so i'm hoping you can all help me out with that so thank you so much and with that all said let's hop right into the injury and status dashboard that is brought to us always by Superdraft. our friends at Superdraft continue to want to give back to my following because you guys are, are supporting them you guys are winning over there and you're actually having a lot of success another person just reached out to me and said sal uh, i played Superdraft for five days before the playoffs or before the play-in games ended, please tell me like you're going to be covering Superdraft 1 and also just going to be covering the slates. Will Superdraft have contests? Yes, Superdraft contest is already up. It's a $6,000 guaranteed prize pool for the NBA slate, but they're also doing like showdown contests. They're actually getting some split slates in there. So be sure to check them out. $10 free. Use the promo code SAL, S-A-L, to multiplier format. It's very good. The contests still aren't filling across all sports. NBA will be the one that fills, if anything, but NHL, MLB, especially when multiple sports are locking at a similar time, definitely NHL, definitely MLB. They don't fill nearly as enough. Golf is only filling at like 50 or 60%, even though they have a couple thousand dollar to first prize pools. So be sure to check all that out. I do have projections over on Patreon as well, with just not DraftKings, but also Superdraft. They're going to be very helpful for you. If you have projections on a new platform, you're going to be well ahead of everybody else over there. Everybody has projections for the most part that is going to be competing in any type of the mid or higher stakes on DraftKings and FanDuel. And then it comes down to just how much you understand ownership, how much you understand lineup construction to get a better lineup. Whereas on Superdraft, if you just have projections, you're way ahead of the curve right now and it's probably going to be that way up until a little couple maybe a couple weeks into the nfl season because people are going to start going over there because Superdraft's nfl product just launched and it's a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar prize pool with 15k to first so obviously people are going to infiltrate that once they see the bigger prize pools so get in there right now build up a 
bankroll and then go from there. 50% deposit match up to $1,000 is also new just for my users and promo code Sal gets you that plus a $10 for free all linked up down below. So starting in Brooklyn, Jamal Crawford is out. He's only played five minutes in this bubble because then he had his hamstring injury. It's going to help Chris Gioza, who is probable now, Tyler Johnson, and even Jeremiah Martin maybe steps on the court. But keep in mind, it's the playoffs. So all these guys that are normally in starting rotations are going to project for bigger minutes. So normally guys who play 10 to 15 minutes, Jeremiah Martin, who plays like 18 minutes or so when everybody's healthy, might not actually get all that much run when guys like Karis LeVert are being stretched out now to like 36 minutes. Guys like uh, Tyler Johnson's being stretched to 30 plus. Chioza is being stretched off the bench to 20 plus right? It's these situations now where a lot of the role players who normally will play the mid to low teens might not actually even get any run in these types of games because everybody else is going to get bigger minutes. It's now the playoffs. You don't mess around anymore. In Denver, still no Gary Harris or Will Barton. Harris being out is going to help Torrey Craig, Morris, Dozier, same exact thing for Will Barton, except you can throw Michael Porter Jr. into that mix. They're all going to project for decent minutes. Torrey Craig, I have projecting for close to 30 and I have Michael Porter Jr. over 30 right now. I even have Dozier projecting for like 16 minutes just because no Harris and no Barton is still about 70 minutes or so out of a playoff rotation. For the Clippers, Patrick Beverly, Montrez Harrell, and Landry Shaman are all questionable. I have projected them all in for today. We'll just change that. I expect us to get the news by a decent amount of time left. Harrell just had to leave the bubble and now he's back. So hopefully he can be back in action. If Harrell is going to be in today, I haven't projected for only about 22 minutes of play. We'll see if we get news. Zubak still looks fine. Jermichael Green probably projects for close to 18 to 20 minutes. Looks like very meh value. He would have to get hot to be anything really of, of note. Patrick Beverly, though, I do have projecting as pretty nice value. I mean, if you project Beverly in just for 24 minutes today, which could be a low number, Lou Williams is back, Reggie Jackson's there, so maybe 24 is a fair number. But if you have that at $3,400, just an average game from Pat Bev will get you close to 20 fantasy points and it looks decent. But Lou Williams, Reggie Jackson, Rodney Magruder would benefit if Pat Bev missed. And if Landry Shamit was to miss, same exact guys, Reggie Jackson, Magruder, and maybe even Amir Coffee. although I assume they would just give more minutes to guys like Reggie Jackson and not put Coffee in the rotation. It was one of the end of the season dandies along with Terrence Mann, man going for 60 fantasy points, I believe in and coffee going for 40 when uh, the Clippers sat everybody. For Philadelphia, no Glenn Robinson for the next seven to 10 days. Thibel probably sees the biggest bump here, probably gets the most run. It doesn't really affect my projections. I don't have much interest in Thibel. Corkmouse and Richardson might get some run. Richardson looks decent at $5,500, especially if he takes on any more ball handling responsibilities and they don't want to put Raul Nito out there as much in the playoffs with no Ben Simmons. So we'll see what happens there. For Toronto, questionable Serge Ibaka, questionable OG Ananobi. I projected them both in. They haven't played the last two games, but really a lot of guys in Toronto didn't play the last two games. So I'm not really sure how serious the knee injuries are for both of these players. Again, I'm projecting them both in. I have Ibaka at 24 minutes, splitting it down the middle with Marcus Gasol, which means I don't have Chris Bouchard really playing at all. I think I have zero minutes right now today. If Ibaka is out, that obviously changes. And then OJ Ananobi today, I have projected for 30 minutes at $3,500. So that makes him look like a very good option today in a strong matchup against Brooklyn. So I'm expecting them both to play. We'll obviously get news on this game. Hopefully it's before the other games start. And then for Utah, no Ed Davis has been the whole entire time in the bubble and for a very long time. So just Tony Bradley will get the backup minutes behind Rudy Gobert. And the big one today, Mike Conley had to leave the bubble yesterday for a personal matter. He's not going to be able to play for probably multiple weeks now, if not this entire first round against Denver. And Jordan Clarkson is only $3,800 and he's going to look like likely the best value play on the entire day today. By far, Jordan Clarkson is my best projected value play. I have Clarkson projecting for about 32 minutes today. I actually gave him 33 minutes. He projects out for 7.38x fantasy points. Nobody else is even close to that mark. He's the only guy in the sevens for me. He's the only guy above 6.4x fantasy points as of right now projects out for about 28 fantasy points at $3,800. Obviously, Jordan Clarkson is going to be chalky today. 
obviously Jordan Clarkson can go and shoot two of 10 overall from the field today. He's a very streaky shooter, but it's really hard to ignore him. He's probably just a cash lock if you still play cash, but if he's into GPPs, yeah, if you want to play him, don't be worried about him. He's probably going to be like 70 or 80% owned, honestly. So maybe that's where you can definitely pivot. I'll probably just eat the chalk on Jordan Clarkson and a lot of my lineups and I'll get different elsewhere, whether it's leaving a couple dollars in the table or really just going for one of those lower 5% owned type of plays that are definitely going to be on the slate today because the rest of the value in the 3K range is going to be one shaky on minutes. Does this guy maybe get 22 or 24 minutes today? And they're going to be shaky in production, a 0.7, 0.8 fantasy point per minute producer where Clarkson's better than that when Mike Conley's off the court and he's pretty much locked in outside of foul trouble to probably a 28 plus minute performance since there's also no Bojan Bogdanovic this entire bubble as well. So with that said, let's head into the target offense sheet. Again, if you could hit the like button and the subscribe button for me, it really does go a long way. I'll blow the target offense sheet up a little bit. Hopefully y'all can see it right now a little bit better. So pretty much I'm just going to go over some of the pace metrics here. A lot of these games are going to be similar pace. Denver and Utah, as you might expect, if you watch the NBA, it's going to be the slowest pace game on the slate right now by a decent amount. I mean, it's below 98 projected possessions per team per game. That's going to be five less than any other game on the slate. And that's why you're seeing a team total at just 215 and a half three points lower than any other game in the slate. So Denver and Utah, just because the pace is slower and the, the overall team total and game totals are slower, it doesn't mean we're not going to target it. I mean, Denver's a five point favorite today and they're not going to have Harris or Barton and they're going to have guys that, in my opinion, appropriately priced. You get Nikola Jokic in the 8K range right now. You get Jamal Murray, which seems like he's going to be playing 32 to 34 plus minutes today now that it's the playoffs and he's going to be a fantasy point per minute producer with no Mike Conley out there, primarily going up against the Donovan Mitchells and the Jordan Clarksons would be even better for him. He's going out there at just $6,500 those things look very appealing to me. Maybe you take some stabs on the Tory Craigs of the world. Michael Porter Jr. is at a fair price point, I would say, at the 7K range right now. Obviously, if he continues to go off and, and go berserk like he was towards the middle to end of the bubble, well, that's a different story. But for right now, I think he's at a fair price point for where my projections have him at. If you're looking for the highest total game today, you're going to find that in the late night hammer, 229 and a half, seven and a half points higher as of right now than any other game on the slate. Six point favorite Clippers. Now that it's the playoffs, we can finally project these guys to actually try, I think. A 117.75 team implied total on the opposite side Dallas has the fourth highest total on the slate so just in general a high total game I think a lot of the Clippers look fantastic today I mean it starts with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard I'm projecting them for big minutes 34 plus minutes is what I'm giving them I gave them I believe 35 minutes a piece right now and that's going to look good normally during the regular season you're giving them 30 to 32 minutes and they just kind of look average to decent at their price tags now Paul George is the exact same price point at $8,100 and I can give him pretty confidently two to four more minutes that changes a ton especially when you're a 1.3x fantasy point per minute producer so when you're at 1.3x and you're playing an extra four minutes, bam, I just got an extra six to eight fantasy points out of you on average. So obviously that's a big difference when your price point isn't changing. Paul George looks very good for me today. And for the exact same sentiment, Kawhi Leonard's going to look good. The guys up top, the expensive players today, I think they all look pretty decent. Joel Embiid obviously battling injury, but I'm projecting him for extended playoff run of 34 minutes. So you have Joel Embiid, you have Luka Dantich, you have Kawhi Leonard. Leonard's the cheapest of all of them, and I might just end up choosing him over all of them. They're all in play for me, but he looks pretty good. On the Dallas side, you have Luka Dantich. I prefer his teammate, Christoph Porzingis, who's averaging 1.38 fantasy points per minute in this bubble. And he's just been absolutely dominant. He's not a guy who plays 30 minutes anymore. They're not worried about his injuries as they were at the beginning of the season where he rested every single night of the back-to-back. He did that for this exact reason to be in the playoffs right now. 35 plus minutes is something that you can actually expect with reasonable outcomes closer to 36 to 38 for Christoph Porzingis. And at a very 
very, very cheap price point in the low 8K range for a guy who seems to be dropping 50 fantasy points a night right now on how he's playing. And he has a very strong matchup, in my opinion, whether it's Harrell out there, whether it's Zubak out there, or even Jermichael Green. I do like this right now for Christoph Porzingis. Probably my favorite play in Dallas. There is some opportunity for value, though. Seth Curry's at a very cheap price tag. That's probably all I would go to on that. So that's a game that I definitely want to target. And then they all look decent. Toronto has the second highest team total at 116. They are 10 point favorites versus Brooklyn today. They're just totally different teams right now. And they're all appropriately priced. I mean, you're getting these guys now going to be locked into like their 36 to 38 minutes in Fred Van Vliet, in Kyle Lowry. They're probably going to get Siakam pushing towards that 34 to 36 minutes range. And they're all in the 7K range right now, which is very fair in my opinion for guys who are over fantasy point per minute producers for all those guys. Keep an eye on Serge Ibaka's overall status today. But if he plays, I like him. If it's Gasol starting, I like him. I already mentioned that OG and Anobi is a very strong option in the 3K range. I think Toronto is the best team to target today. Sure, their 10 point favorites. Is there a concern about a blowout risk? Maybe, but it's the playoffs. So it would have to be a real blowout with like two minutes left for it to really matter. And at that point, a lot of your guys are probably getting there for you. So a strong and ideal matchup against a team that is just depleted from six of their rotational players, not going to the bubble, especially at the center position, but overall guard defense is going to be a little bit weaker today as well. This game has a lot of value on both sides. I think there's fair price points in Jaron Allen and Karis Levert. Levert averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute. I think Joe Harris adds value in the 4K range. That is a wing value. So sketchiness, depending on how well he's shooting the three ball, but there's still some value there that you're not going to find a lot of in that 4K range. So Toronto looks like the best team to target overall in terms of fantasy point per dollar upside. I mean, I'm looking at my projections right now and OG Ananobi is my second overall value on the slate behind Jordan Clarkson, obviously depending on if he plays or not, but guys that are also up there, Fred Van Leet, Kyle Lowry, these types of names, Pascal Siakam also cracks into my top 25 values on the day as I think the 25th option. So I'm going to have all these guys in my ownerships overall. Norman Powell's also in there. Serge Ibaka, I believe is up there as well. So yeah, I'm going to have a lot of Toronto today, it seems as of right now. Obviously, you can always get my my final interest, my projections that I'm looking at on my other screen, my super draft points, my value rankings, all that stuff. Minutes projections is all over on Patreon. It's linked down below. If you want to support me over there. And if you don't want to support, you just want to watch the free stuff. Totally fine. Like and subscribe really helps. And if you bank like a $10,000, $50,000, somebody in the Discord just hit last week. Congratulations to that person. If indeed you hit something like that and you just want to come back and support the channel, if this channel did help you, you can do so via either one of our sponsors and or Patreon. So let's get into our early interest now. And as we get into the early interest, the early interest are always going to be brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight has been kind enough this year to sponsor my overall NFL fantasy football draft guide for the 2020 season using the promo code SALNFL, all one word, S-A-L-N-F-L. You get five bucks. There's no catch. You just put that code in, you get $5. You don't have to put any credit card information in, anything like that. You just make a username, you make an account, $5 to play on a prop bet. So you get that five free dollars. And for example, Pascal Siakam right now, they have over under 40.5 fantasy points. I have Siakam projected for about 38 fantasy points. So that's not maybe my best play on the day, but he's two fantasy points less, two and a half. I would probably take the under on Pascal Siakam for that more or less. You can put your $5 on that if you really want to. There's other options, especially if you have my projections, get over onto our sponsor, Super Jeff, onto Monkey Knife Fight. It's going to help you a lot. But if you deposit $10, right, if you actually want to take the step and deposit, you'll get an extra ticket to play in. You get the $10 that you get. You get that five free dollars to start with. And then they'll give you my Supreme Draft Guide, which has over 150 player profiles. It has over overall my top 150s, my tiers, my rankings, my key stats, that databases, all that stuff. You can check it out. Link down below. So getting into the early interest, it's just going to be filtered by team right now. Starting it off with Jared Allen. He's been a 1.11, 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer in the bubble. He's playing huge minutes because there's no DeAndre Jordan there. They didn't bring any Nicholas Claxton. They don't have a backup center. Donta Hall is technically the backup center. He seems to be probable today. That's an inexperienced player who kind of looked like a very raw player. Looked fine. Got into a little bit of a scuff with Giannis. Got dunked on by Giannis. Dunked on Giannis. Whatever it ended up happening there. But yeah, it's not a situation where I don't even think they want to play Donta 
the hall all that much. They might just put Kuz back there and just try and run Jared Allen for like 36 minutes today. Let Kuz play the backup 10 or 12 there, depending if they go small at any point against Toronto, which probably not going to be an option with Siakam and Gasol and guys, even Chris Bouchard at times outside of Ibaka if he does play. Jared Allen at $7,000 is almost appropriately priced. I think that he's a little bit underpriced right now. He provides some value in my opinion. Karis LeVert would probably be the guy I go to the most on the nets if I'm paying up at least. Karis LeVert's a guy who's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute in the bubble. That's because there's no Kyrie on the court. There's no Dimity on the court. There's nobody on the court. Terry on Prince, Wilson Chandler. So it's just Karis LeVert. We obviously saw what he was doing and bowling out, trying to eliminate Portland the last time out there. 1.25x multiplier in Superdraft. Looks decent, but I'm just going to get to Karis LeVert more so over on DraftKings today. LeVert grades out as a top 15 overall play for me, and he projects out right now. If I just take a peek at my projections for a little bit of a sample, as a 5.49x guy, again, all these guys are going to be getting bigger minutes, so it's kind of hard to ignore some of them. On Superdraft, I'm not as high on him, I guess you can say. He's not going to project out as one of the top plays for me today, so I'd probably avoid that and go elsewhere. Going over, or lastly, actually, on Brooklyn, Joe Harris at $4,700. He's just in that mid-range where there's not a lot of 4K options today, honestly. Like, you're going to Zubak, whose minutes can be shaky and production can be shaky. He can only play 18 and really suck, or 24, and he can be really good today at $4,100. And then Joe Harris, who at $4,700, looks good because you expect 32-plus minutes out of him in the playoffs, maybe 34. I haven't projected at 33 today, split the difference. But he's a wing player that's not really going to drive all that much. He's going to rely a lot on the three ball, a little bit on defense. And if the three ball isn't dropping, well, now you're at $4,700 with a 20 fantasy point performance. That doesn't look as great. Going over to Boston, they all look appropriately priced. Kemba's still in the six carry range. So if anything, that's where I would go to and aim to. 1.55x multiplier in Superdraft. It does look decent. Right now, Kemba on Superdraft is a top 10 overall option for me. He projects out for my Superdraft projections at 56.67 fantasy points, a little over 36 fantasy points over on DraftKings. So grades out for about a 5.3 fantasy point per dollar. Also, all these like point per minute splits for the bubble I'm getting over on NBA Wowie. Totally free site. You could use their on-off tool. They have a lot of good options there. I think if you want anything further than that, they have a paid for option. So you check it out. It's just totally free. I'm not any sponsor or anything. It's just a really good tool that I think is helpful for me. I already touched on Luca at 11,000. Look, guys like Luca and Bede, Kawhi Leonard, they're all of interest to me. They're all yeses for me right now because at some point, yes, you want all the value today, but there's going to be a lot of value, especially when Jordan Clarkson opens up and whoever else later in the day, OG Ananobi looks like a very good value. So at the end of the day, you also want to get just pure points. I have Luca projected for the most points today, about four and a half, five more points than Embiid and Kawhi Leonard, but Kawhi Leonard's also $1,200 less. So if you're just looking for the best value out of the most expensive guys, let's just say $9,800 and above where Kawhi starts. I have Kawhi as the best point per dollar value. If you're just looking for pure point projections, it's daunted. So I think Embiid still looks awesome as well. I think Embiid goes lower owned, so that makes him more appealing. But Kawhi Leonard is going to be just cheaper, right? A $400 cheaper price tag. And I'm projecting Kawhi for the exact same amount of fantasy points. So I would probably slide there. I like Porzingis more than Luka today. The price point's just so hard to ignore. $8,300. I'm projecting him for 35 plus minutes. He's at a 30% usage rate and a 1.3 fantasy points per minute in this bubble. Really hard to ignore. Seth Curry would be a value piece that I would target from Dallas. He's probably a pivot option to a Jordan Clarkson. You expect Curry to play around 30 minutes today at 3,700. Similar price point to Clarkson, who you expect to play over 32 minutes. The issue is that Clarkson is going to be gunning it out there and taking shots and actually being a ball dominant type of guard, whereas Seth Curry is probably going to be playing a lot alongside Porzingis and or Luka Dantich and really never be nothing better than the third option at best. Very similar to Joe Harris in terms of being on the wing and being the third option behind Jared Allen and Karis LeVert today, but Joe Harris is $1,000 more. So I would say that Seth Curry is the poor man's Joe Harris today in terms of you expect similar minutes. Harris probably gets a couple more, but $1,000 price savings. For Denver, it's Jokic in the 8K range. That looks appealing. Jokic right now has been averaging 1.35 fantasy points per minute or so in the bubble. He's been leading his team in pretty much every single category, and I'm expecting bigger minutes today as I project him for 34 minutes. But my favorite play in Denver is probably going to be Jamal Murray, a 1.5x multiplier in Super Jeff. 
you're looking at Jamal Murray right now just at a $6,500 price tag on DraftKings. That's very hard to ignore. If I factor this overall and just see where Jamal Murray pops up in my overall plays today, he's going to be a 17th overall play for me. He projects out for 34 and a half fantasy points. So that's just hard to ignore at this point, right? You're going to get the assist percentage up. You're going to get all the minutes out of him. He came back right away and was playing 30 to 32. So now that it's the playoffs, I haven't projected for 34. I like that. For the Clippers, yeah. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Toronto yet where the whole team looks good, but a lot looks good on the Clippers depending on who plays today. Paul George is going to be my favorite play. Paul George right now grades out as my sixth overall play on the day. That's factoring in all the value as well. So when you're looking for guys that are pay-up options, Paul George seems to be my best option above $8,000 if you're just looking for point per dollar. Not pure projection, but he does grade out for a very good projection today. So Paul George grades out as my sixth overall play as of right now. And if you were just to look at where he grades out overall in projections, it's fourth for me. So I'm expecting big minutes. I'm expecting 35 plus minutes of Paul George as long as this game stays relatively close. And I expect that versus Dallas today. According to NBA Wow, he's over a 1.3x fantasy point per minute producer on the season. He's similar to that in this bubble when he actually goes out there and plays. And at 34 plus minutes, this is a guy who realistically in the 8k range has a very reasonable chance. And obviously it's always in his range of outcomes of 50 plus fantasy points, but I'm projecting pretty close to that today. So Paul George looks fantastic. I expect ownership to follow. And then it's just value options outside of Kawhi Leonard on this team. Pat Beverly, if he plays at 3,400, is going to provide value for you. He's going to look like a decent option. Same exact thing can be said for Zubak. It's just that the minutes on Zubak can be shaky. If he plays his consistent 22 to 24 that he's been playing, yeah, it's hard to ignore a $4,100 player who averages 1.25 fantasy points per minute in the bubble and about 1.2 fantasy points on the min- on the season. But if he gets his season average of 18 minutes, it starts to become a little bit more of an issue. In Philly, outside of Joel Embiid, Shake Milton would probably be my favorite option here. Uh, Josh Richardson looks decent, I should also call- point out. But uh, Shake Milton, not a lot here I'm going to get to outside of Embiid and Shake Milton as of right now, at least. Milton, I'm just projecting for bigger minutes, so it makes him look decent. He's not like a, a strong option. He's a borderline top 20 play for me today, but on a four-game slate, obviously, it doesn't make him an elite option. Nobody from Philadelphia is really standing out as an elite option. I think Embiid, when you factor in overall points upside and probably lower ownership in that upper tier range compared to Luka and Kawhi and even Paul George, I think Embiid will look like the best play overall for me today, but just point per dollar wise, it's Shake Milton, at least worth calling out just a player from each of these teams. And then Toronto, it's just a lot of options that are going to be strong here. Kyle Lowry, if you're getting guys playing 36 plus minutes and Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet and Van Vliet's in the 6k range let me tell you that much and he's going to be about a one fantasy point per minute producer Lowry's going to be over a one fantasy point per minute producer on the season he's been closer to 1.1 and he's a guy who in competitive games plays 38 to 40 minutes I'm projecting him for 37 minutes today so even a little bit below that but Kyle Lowry just still pops off as a guy who has points upside overall points upside but actually like top 15 overall point per dollar value right now in my model so Lowry stands out Sialcom has struggled mightily in the bubble but who's he going to go up against today at the four uh, Kurus, Kurus is going to be guarding him at the four. Maybe they'll put Garrett Temple at the four, right? I don't know who else they're going to kind of pull out of their hat right now. So I actually do like this matchup. Garrett Temple, whoever's going to be down there. TLC at points for Pascal Siakam. Siakam grades that as a top 25 play for me on the day right now. Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet's also $6,800. It's just way too cheap. My best play on the slate out of this team right now, or out of these three guys, at least I should say, I said OG was a very good value earlier. I like him. Is going to probably be Kyle Lowry if you're asking for the payup options for between Fred Van Vliet, Siakam, and Kyle Lowry. It'll be Kyle Lowry. I like the ball dominating guard who has high usage, high fantasy point per minute, plays defense and just plays the most minutes on this team. Keep an eye on OG Ananobi, keep an eye on Ibaka. I have interest in both of them. Toronto is a team that I expect to get the most pieces of today. And then you go to Utah with the best value play in the slate. Everybody's going to want to play him, lock him in in cash. 
Honestly, you might be able to lock him in in GPPs if he's going to be 80% owned. Maybe you just try and t bank on the fact that he is a streaky shooter and shoots 20% overall from the field today and goes out there and only has a 20, even if he has 20 fantasy points, though, at $3,800, it's fine. It obviously is not what people are expecting, but it's good for $3,800. Jordan Clarkson playing 30 to 34 minutes today would honestly have to get you like 15 fantasy points for it to really hurt you, 17 or 18, right? The ownership's going to make it a little bit higher needs, but at, even at 22 points today, it's going to smash a $3,800 price tag and not harm you, especially if 80% of the field is playing him. And then Royce O'Neal is worth calling out. I think he'll have to play bigger minutes with no Conley and obviously no Bojan in this whole bubble. 34 minutes or so seems reasonable. Not a good fantasy point per minute producer, but can just fall his way into blocks and steals. And at $3,500 can be pretty valuable. So that's where I'm at right now. Looks pretty good. I think the guys over on Superdraft that look pretty decent, I've already mentioned a decent amount of them, but it's also worth pointing out that there's guys with multipliers like Kawhi has a 1.3x multiplier. You have Paul George at a 1.45x multiplier. So those guys look very good. Even in beads at a 1.15x. So all the pay up options look pretty strong today on Super Draft. Michael Porter Jr., guys like Allen and Fred Van Vliet look pretty decent as well. But if you want to get all of my Super Draft projections, my overall value rankings for them and DraftKings, link down below on Patreon. Thank you so much for tuning into the first video of the playoffs. I'm very excited. NBA playoffs are here. Golf is starting back up this week with a new event. Football is about three weeks away or so. It is getting very close. Everything, sports are back. We're feeling good. Fingers crossed, but I like it. Thank you to you for watching this. Like and subscribe before you go. And thank you to our sponsors today. Super Draft, $10 free and a 50% deposit match up to $1,000. Projections are on Patreon. If you use the promo code SAL, S-A-L, and Monkey Knife Fight, SAL NFL gets you just five free bucks. And if you deposit $10, you get an extra free ticket and my Supreme Draft Guide for the Fantasy Football 2020 season. So I appreciate all of you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You can follow me over on Twitter with any questions at DFS, and I will see you in the next one.